but you're looking for a girlfriend. Yeah, that's it. You should you should join the worship team at church, man. Oh, I'm in. Yeah? Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Views Podcast, the podcast where Michael, Paul, and Simon deal with the issues of life. We hope you enjoyed our last episode and got absolutely nothing out of it. Uh, for its zero percent content, <laughs> but we hope you had a laugh. Today we're going to be dealing with a topic that's going to contain a little bit more mm. uh, depth. Uh, it comes from our Twitter page again. If you haven't checked it out, it's at Three Views On. Uh, but before we dive into today's topic, Paul, why yeah. don't you tell us about your week? Well, uh, I'm I've reached the peak of my sort of two year cycle. So. My shoes. I don't like buying shoes. In fact, I don't like buying clothes. Every two years in winter, in fact, in the beginning of winter, my shoes grow holes in the bottom of them just from the consistent usage. So my week has been a week a week where my feet uh, have not been dry Ooh. once ah. at all, ever. Bad yeah. times. Hashtag fungal. Oh. <laughs> oh, boys. No, look, that'll be... Um, that if we could translate sort of smells through podcasts, this would be a hit in more ways than one. As in people would hit you. Mm. Oh, the smell would knock them out. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the two. Well, there you have it, folks. Paul's week. I uh, hope yours is going better. Uh, today we we had we had someone tweet us, uh, a fellow by the name of James, uh, asking Jimmy. what are our... And he's a ranger if that... Has any yeah, he does have red topic. hair. I think that does actually count for something in this question. Okay. Hmm. What's his question, Michael? Sorry. Just getting it up right now. Shouldn't <laughs> be a moment. Hey, so we had someone tweet in, uh, James, at James Wooler, uh, tweet us, say, on three views on music ministry, just bring some views. I'm sure there'll be at least three. I've just read too many articles by people who spend a lot of time out the front mm. leading the music yeah, and need some views from some ordinary blokes. Well, first view, stay away from articles. Stick only to podcasts. I yeah. heartily disagree. Oh, get stuffed. Read the articles. That's where the, the gems are. We've got at least two views. I Not say read neither. On music article. It's impossible to read a podcast unless we transferred yeah, well, okay. it to Braille. Okay, right. So... If anybody out there knows Braille, we are now looking for someone who can yeah. Braille our podcast for us. Hashtag, hashtag I read Braille. Hashtag this is already very accessible to blind people and I don't know why. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Oh, nearly. <laughs> if you're blind, keep listening. Thank you. We're very sorry. We meant no harm by it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Smeg. Oh. <laughs> that was good. So, uh, fellas, let's actually dive in. Mm. Uh, music ministry. It's not something we talk about all that often. Mm. Um, let's let's start by defining uh, what we're kind of looking at here. Mm. Uh, Simon, what do you see as music ministry? Music ministry in the current use of the word in our culture, I suppose, in my experience, tends to refer to... Stuff at church, music done within church as opposed to all sorts of Christian music, etc. So I would say, in my opinion, Christian music ministry is to do with something to do with a church service or a church activity or something like that. Yeah. Mm. That's, <laughs> That's concise. Is it? It was pretty no, long. No, <laughs> it was the opposite concise. of concise. 
Um, I've got fairly similar views. I mean, all that our lives are, in a sense, as Christians, and all that any ministry really is at the guts of it is giving glory to God, I think. And so in this particular case, you have the prefix of music. It's simply performing music in some way or at some place for the purpose of glorifying God, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good good description. Mm. Um, like that's probably what it should mean. Could have been more concise. But what I was saying is sort of more what we actually think of when mm. it comes into our head, rather. whereas what Paul has said is sort of more what we should think of. For sure. So I guess with that in mind, uh, what does it mean to do... Uh, music ministry well what does that look like means you give total glory to god i suppose Mm. i suppose that's true of any uh ministry i suppose it's true of any christian's life um how do we how do we do that properly with music i think there needs to be a really clear differentiation between secular music and christian music um whether it's like corporate so whether it's in a church with an audience um in the way that the object of the art of music in a secular sense, in a non-Christian sense, is the other performers. Like they are doing that and the focus is on them and their musicianship and the, the music and the environment they're creating. Whereas in Christian ministry, it's just not it at all. So the, the, the people playing the music are, are not performing. They're actually just providing a platform for corporate worship, I think. So there needs to be a really clear and intentional distinction just so that the 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 purpose of the ministry, as we said earlier, God being glorified is actually fulfilled and they're not um, sort of using it to glorify themselves. If that makes sense. I've certainly fallen into that trap in the past. I've done a dabble of uh, worship leading of a Sunday morning. And uh, yeah, I've definitely fallen into the trap of starting to think this is all about me Mm. uh, and really leaving God out of the equation. Yeah, Michael, all praise and glory to me, Laws. That's what they call him. That's my middle name. Mm. (laughs) 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 Oh, that sucked. So what do you guys reckon? (laughs) I reckon that we... (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys reckon with regards to, I guess, the quality of music? Uh, How important is it to be slamming the music down mm. perfectly like or is singing a joyful sound whether that's a good sound or a bad sound uh good enough if we're talking in church service context i think there's a very different standards to making a christian album oh yeah that's for sure definitely well i think that yeah that's true. if you know that you're not really very good musician i would advise against trying to produce an album mm through mm. a home studio. Yeah. It I, just makes me cringe. I um I would go perhaps one step further than that, I reckon, Simon. If you were not a good musician, I would against playing I would I'd perhaps go one step further than that, I reckon, Simon. If you were not a good muso, uh, I'd recommend that you didn't in fact play in church at all. Uh, and that's I mean if you're if you're in a band and it's a secular band, you're doing it for you there's a certain level of quality that you would hope to achieve. But if you're doing it at church, you're, they, I just feel like there's more at stake here. Yeah. I was talking to James, the guy who asked this question, actually, and he had a very good point. He said, what, in a lot of areas of Christian ministry, we focus on gifting. Like if someone's not good at preaching, don't let them preach. They don't have that gift. Um, 
in the but all of a sudden, and that seems fairly pervasive for all ministries. But when we turn to music, sometimes then it's more about like effort. For some weird reason, there's this paradigm shift where they're like, oh no, you know, they're they're really trying hard. Like, well, they can't hold the beat, man. They're sort of hijacking our corporate worship and playing some weird jazz tunes unintentionally. Um, and so I think it act there has to be a standard. Controversial. Yeah, I think I think it's helpful for us to make the, the statement at this point that worship itself isn't limited to music. Uh, and, and while I guess we'll occasionally use worship in the sense of talking mm. about music, uh, we're not trying to say that worship is exclusive to music. Uh, worship is your response to God in any situation. Um, mm. And I think what, what you're saying, Paul, is true. Different people have different gifts in the way they worship God. Um, and for some reason, the way we tend to come together as a church, at least in Western, Western cultures, uh, when it comes to worshiping God is through the art of music. Mm. Uh, and I wonder if in some senses singing and, 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 and I wonder if in some senses that singing isn't exactly, I guess, the best way to bring people into a place of worshiping God. Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty clear in Romans 12 that it's not music that is worship. Actually, true worship is offering our lives as sacrifices to God. So, and, and that's where you, I think we need to be really clear as Christians when we use, uh, when we use the word worship team, like the guys yeah. up the front are the worship team in the same way that the guy sitting next to you is part of the worship team yeah. in the same mm. way that the guys handing out Gideon's Bibles are the worship team. Like they're living their lives as a sacrifice to God. And it, mm. I think it's, that's mm. a clear distinction that needs to be made. How often do you guys end up sitting through a, a worship service? Notice the inverted commas here. Yeah. Only uh, a, a worship service see. and getting to the end of it and going, this was moving, but I've done absolutely nothing in surrender of my life to God. I've been there. Yeah. It's very easy to sing songs and have very little heart change because music is just an emotive thing. Like that's just how, that's what God has created it to be. Yeah. And we can sometimes, we can sometimes just remove the, the top man, like the big dog from the equation and just focus on the emotions yeah. and have them lead nowhere. Yeah. I often um, find myself more caught up with the actual inconsistencies or shortcomings <laughs> of the worship team yeah. as a musical person myself. Mm. And I think, I suppose what your point earlier about letting people who are obviously very gifted, having that standard in the music team is a good idea for that reason, mm. because you're going to have people who don't care, but you're also going to have the other end of the spectrum as well. Mm. What do you guys reckon for a smaller church? Uh, and they haven't got those people with the real musical giftings. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a good move for them? One instrument. Don't try and make a band. Mm. That's my, because you've got to have the skill to play together. Well, that's right. It's it's weird that people gravitate towards a band to start yeah. up because that's actually one of the hardest ways to go. I mean, look, it might sound dorky and it might sound really rubbish, but you can, you can sing along with a CD if you don't have anyone who's going to, be able to play to a standard that doesn't distract you mm-hmm. from the purpose of um, the singing, which yeah. is to worship God. Yeah. And I think um, sometimes the standard that you want in worship music can often be found with a CD, mm. but you don't have the whole big showy business of yeah. people being up the front <laughs> and like they're playing really well on the CD and mm. they are doing all that amazing showy stuff. But because it's simply just the audio, no mm. visual, it's not so showy and yeah, I, I feel that. And I think I should I should add a caveat of saying that 
there's got to be grace in there as well. I mean, that goes without saying, but just to make it clear, yeah. like this isn't, we shouldn't then become legalists around music performance. Yeah, I, th- sure. I think we should still, that we, we extend uh, an understanding that says that we, we know people make mistakes. Like none of us are perfect. That's pretty deeply rooted in our religion, like yeah. at the very basis of it. So yeah. don't, don't go rip old mate off the, the guitar next time you see him. Don't bring in external assessors <laughs> for the worship team, <laughs> yes. I think is the moral of the story. There will be there. no exams. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, what do you think are some of the things we need to be careful of when we're considering uh, music as a specific ministry? Um, I think as as human beings who are naturally, maybe it's just me, I, I have a feeling it's everyone, naturally very prideful, um, we need to make it very, very, very clear. As we said earlier, that this is not about us playing music. Cause I, I play in a band at church and I play in a, a band at some, a few conferences. This is not about us. One thing that my church does that I really, really like is that they have the band in the sort of the corner. They play the music that's projected throughout the church and they have the words up on the top right hand sort of wall. Now there's a very clear visual distinction about where we look to sing the words and where we look at the band. And so the band doesn't get a whole lot of airplay because we're looking at the words and focusing on them. Mm. One thing that I think can be done really badly is if you have, and I've seen it done, a like a, a roaming camera who will actually film the band. And so when you're looking at the words, looking at the screen, singing this stuff to God, the band's right there. <laughs> like you just, you're getting to the, like the, the crunch time in Amazing Grace and it just zooms in on the guitar player's face and you're like, no man, I don't want to spend 10,000 years with that guy. I don't want to spend 10,000 years with God, you know? Yeah, my church does the same thing. We have the band over in the corner. I think that's really good because I think when you're performing in any sort of way, making yourself in a position of, I guess, being in the center or at the front is so dangerous. Mm, Um, It's so easy to fall into the trap of making yourself the center of attention. Um, And even losing the idea that what you're doing here is you're leading the church in worship rather than what I'm doing here is I'm worshiping God uh, so that people can then worship me. I think another thing that you should be doing is encouraging the young people in your church to be getting involved. Mm. Uh, I think it's a super gr- I think it's a really good opportunity to uh, ensure that you have people who are trained up in what it means to uh, lead people in music uh, from a young age rather than once they sort of hit 20, all of a sudden they have to start figuring out how to be the, the main worship leader. I think it's a really difficult trap. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, I guess with this whole episode, we should probably end it by saying that this is going to be an issue where a lot of people will disagree with us. And I think that's pretty okay. Like I think we don't, there's no clear scriptural um airtime for what exactly is good and isn't good when it comes to this sort of stuff. You've got broad overlying principles, which we've discussed, but if you have a different opinion, that's just fine. I mean, David was the kind of guy who got a trumpet and lied down on the floor. Just cut sick. And took his clothes off. I think if I did that in church, it would be very bad. (laughs) Oh yeah. Come on, David. That's a bit much. No, but you're exactly right. And I think it can look 10 different ways in 10 different churches and still be wholly honoring and pleasing to God, I think. Yeah, I think that's the main check is that it, ask yourself, I suppose in music ministry, in any ministry, am I doing this for the purpose of worshiping God and bringing other people to realize their point and their standing before him? Mm. Or am I doing this because I think that I need to be better, that I need people to be aware of who I am within the church? A point I was thinking about when you were talking, Michael, about bringing young people up into the music team 
is that uh, often you've got to really encourage someone to use their gifts when they don't think that they have some. Like oh, in yeah. talking about people who sort of assume they have the gift but sort of just <laughs> don't. There's also people who are obviously gifted by God who are so humble that they just don't want to do it. Mm. And it's important to encourage those people as well because they're the sort of people who God has given the gift and the ability to not get really proud about mm. the whole thing. Yeah. So they're the people you got to look for, I think, as well. Mm. Well, guys, that's all we've got time for today. We'd love to keep having this discussion with you uh, through Twitter and through Facebook. So let us know what your thoughts are on music ministry. Um, and James, thank you so much for giving us this topic. It's insightful. Good on you, James. It's been yeah, good, good for you, us to think about. Uh, not something I regularly put a lot of time and effort into. Mm. Well, look, before we head off, uh, Simon is going to share the wise wisdom uh, for the day. That is the best tautology I've ever heard, which is just saying the same thing twice. A wise wisdom. Yeah, wise wisdom. What do you guys think of the word wisdomous? What do you think of the word tautology? I don't even know what it's, that means. Yeah, again, some some of the top ones on the list, ATM machine. Come on. Yes, Automatic that's machine. true. Machine. Double M. Yes, I yes. love it. It gives me a great, it's a source of joy for me when people do that. Um, anyway, Simon. Okay, so I suppose in the vein of this week's topic, the quote goes like this. An idea isn't responsible for the people who believe in it. Very ambiguous. Very. Very. can mean anything and nothing. <laughs> Everything and nothing at the same Everything time. Everything you want it to mean. Something for you guys to ponder. Uh, we'll catch you next time on 3Views On. Mm-hmm.